Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Rhoda, and with me I have Father Eli Gieske. How are you, you doing today, Father Eli? Good. Yeah, good to be back on the show, you know. Yeah. Wasn't sure if you're going to call me in this week, you know. No. Not. Every week. Every week we're here. So. <laughs> yeah. How's your week going? Good. Yeah. Yeah, no, things are good. I, um, yeah, a lot of, it's got a little warmer the last couple of days, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking before we started recording that I can't believe it's already February 10th today. Yeah. yeah. It's the same Scholastica today. Yeah. Yeah. So happy feast to the sisters up at the monastery. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, Yeah, I feel like Saints Classic is one of those people that, I mean, maybe just because, like, been around, like, the college for a long time. It's like, you know, I don't really know anything about her other than that she was St. Benedict's sister. Yeah. And there's, like, that one story before, she, like, before she died. Yeah. With but, the thunderstorm. Yeah. 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 But there's, like, it's like, I really don't know anything else. Sure. Yeah. I don't know a lot either. But, uh, but. yeah. The Office of Readings this morning for her uh, is some of her writing or was that the opposite reading for her there was something in Magnificat too this morning okay about one of her writings and it seems like she was a pretty mystical lady okay so hmm. pretty cool yeah yeah it just seems like uh yeah like she's very connected to education it seems like because mm-hmm. there's I mean well the school but mm-hmm. yeah um yeah but yeah it's like I don't know anything about her so, mm-hmm. which I prob- probably should but uh but we have we have a lot of things going on, a lot of things starting up, yeah, a lot of things on the horizon. Yeah, the, the horizon is full, you might say. <laughs> yeah. Even though the space directly right in front of us now is relatively open. Yeah. Coming up, it's a lot of things. Yeah. So uh, for the rest of February, there's not really much, but once March hits, it's a, a whole lot of stuff. Buckle up. Yeah. So, uh, well, one Lent is coming. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we're not really going to talk about that yet, but uh, but in the coming weeks we'll get more stuff out there. Get the kind of the weekly like like what's going on every week, what the plan is for that. Um, but then right after Ash Wednesday we have the parish mission. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, that's me the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, directly following Ash Wednesday, uh, and that'll just be a good good time to to come together as a parish and we have a yeah, a priest is gonna come up. Uh, what what what's his name again? Father Father Michael Carney. Father Michael Carney. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, he's gonna give give some talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, be able to have some some good time for prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, and just kind of get get ready for Lent. Get geared up. Yeah, it's a great way to start. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I don't. Do you have any other other thoughts or sales pitch for sales pitch? Yeah, I I guess I think. I see this as a a great opportunity to start Lent well and also kind of the stuff that I've been preaching about these last weeks and will continue to preach for the next couple of weeks. Um, I think it's going to hit home on that same kind of stuff. So I think it's it'll help kind of continue to cast that vision of like, what are we doing? Why are we doing what we're doing? Um, how do we go from where we are to being on mission? Um, that's... I think that's going to be something that this underscores. So yeah, 
And then uh, with that, something that is also happening is the small our small groups mm-hmm. are going to be starting up. So we've talked about this a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but now we're going to start to be talking about it a lot of it, mm-hmm. which uh, which that's what this podcast is going to be about, is kind of highlighting small groups, uh, what they are, why we're doing them, and whatnot. But those, uh, we're going to have signups available for that this upcoming weekend and then the next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, you can also sign up online, so we'll have plenty of ways to sign up. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is going to be something that, we're, I mean, we're really excited about, that's something we've been working on for a while. And uh, yeah, just to be able to create spaces where people can come together and kind of journey, mm-hmm. like go on their journey of their faith together. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of we'll get into more of that uh, during the rest of this episode. But that's so that's happening. Um, they're all going to be starting up in March. Yeah. yeah. So uh, some other things that we have, uh, there is uh, going to be a men's retreat. Uh, kind of kind of like a day retreat, day of re- reflection, March nineteenth. Yeah, uh, that's Saturday. a Saturday, mm-hmm. right? It's so happening uh, at St. Lawrence from ten to three. So yeah. uh, the cost is fifteen dollars, and uh, and that includes that's like for lunch and some snacks and stuff. Uh, Bishop Daniel Felton is going to be there. Yeah. So uh, so that Father Eli is going to be there. Fa- Father Eli is going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to be there. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so, so, so yeah, uh, we ask that you register, which you can register online or you can call the parish office, um, uh, online. There's a, like on the events page, if you just go to March 19th, there's a, uh, an event there and you can, you can register there. It's also on, on the main page, but, uh, but yeah, you can't pay online, uh, but you, you can pay, uh, like day of, but you can also pay, uh, ahead of time, just like, you know, Call call in the office or something. Yeah, drop it in the office, mail it, drop it in the collection even with a well-marked envelope or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, There's uh, Theology of the Body Day. Yeah. And that's March March 26th. 26th. Yeah, another Saturday. So the weekends of March are very full, (laughs) so be ready. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, the Theology of the Body Day is for, especially for our, our young people, um, it's like that's what we're going to use for our confirmation retreat this year because the other one was canceled. But it's open to anybody. So I, w- I would really encourage uh, anybody who wants to know more about this, um, I would encourage parents to come with their students. I think that would be really helpful that you hear what they're hearing so that this can be an ongoing conversation. I think that would be really helpful. So I think that's a great opportunity. There's there's actually other parishes that are going to be sending their kids or people to it as well. So it could get pretty large. Um Father Mike is helping with it. Uh, Nick um, Davidson, Davidson, and then Jen Messing. So three kind of heavy hitters when it comes to this whole topic. So should be should be a good day, I think. So yeah, yeah. I've gone to the theology of the body day that Father Mike does for like the students at UMD, mm-hmm. and it's very good. And he does it with Nick. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 very well done. I would recommend it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see. I hope, I hope people take this opportunity. You know, you spend we spend spend so much time organizing these events, and it can be a little discouraging when you have an event like this, and then people say, "Oh, that looks like a great event," or, "Are you going to do that again?" Like, 
it happens and they they don't go to it they miss it or they they go to like a basketball game or something else and it's like but then they're like are you going to do that again like i missed it but are you going to do all that work again for me like mm-hmm. it's like these things are a lot of work to put on like it's not just a matter of like oh yeah we'll do that again just for you and like here's what it is if you want to go to it come to it you know so, yeah yeah so i hope people take advantage of it but um we'll see we'll see so yeah and uh the last thing which we'll talk about this a little bit later as well but is uh the the diocese is putting on these uh i mean they're not really like events but they're, it, it's it's called let's listen mm-hmm. so uh it's kind of like a listening session listening session like town hall type of thing mm-hmm. um where where yeah the diocese wants to kind of gather um a bunch of thoughts from around the parishes within the diocese yeah. so um so yeah we're gonna we're, we'll dive into that a little bit later in the episode but that's just something that is going to be coming up so um still kind of ironing out some of the dates mm-hmm. for that but um but yeah, that's something that's also on the horizon. So that's like, that's quite a bit of things in March. Yeah. So not to mention the things like stations, the cross and things that will give you more information out as they come closer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it will be in length then. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about small groups. Um, but before we do that, father, could you open us in a prayer? Sure. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, as we uh, gather today to talk about this topic, I, I pray for all the parishioners, uh, especially those who maybe are feeling alone or uncertain or uh, just like restless in their soul, like they want something more, they're, they're looking for more. I pray that you'd find a way to reach them and allow them to uh, be part of this initiative or some of these different events to help them be on journey with others. I think that's a big part of this is that we want others, we want our parishioners to feel like they're not alone, that they are are with others on this journey to know you, to, to love you, and to serve you together as a community, not as individuals, but as a community. So Father, as we talk about this today, we just ask you to inspire the conversation and uh, help people to uh, to hear the message and that you would open their hearts and that um, those who come forward would be spiritually uh, built up and strengthened in their journey of their faith. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thanks, Father. So, uh, so yes, small groups. Small groups. This is... uh, It might be a a scary term for some people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is kind of a scary term. (laughs) Just like... um, I think us as Catholics are very used to and very comfortable just being like a part of the crowd uh-huh. at mass. At mass, yeah, and or just, other events. Yeah, yeah, and just be like, hey, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm kind of invisible. Yeah, and uh, I like it that way. Yeah. That's like my sweet spot. Yeah, you know, I like listening, but I don't want to give any input. Yeah, or I don't want to be responsible for anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's something that we're very ex- used to. Um, where small groups like very much pull us out of that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we like large group things. Yeah. We don't like small group things. And, uh, and so that's what we're doing is a small group thing. Yeah. Um, which, which I guess we can maybe first start off with like, how did we 
kind of get to like, okay, we need to do something. Yeah. Um, and this probably started probably like last year around this time, or maybe even maybe even earlier. Earlier. Yeah. Uh, but we started talking about like where are we at as a parish, mm-hmm. uh, like what do we have going on, uh, where do we want to be as a parish, um, just like from like what we provide to where our parishioners are at, to the experience on Sundays, to, I mean, I mean, really everything. Mm-hmm. We kind of dove into all of it. We looked at everything and, and tried to figure out how do we get people what they need to grow, you know, basically. Like, how do we get people excited to be Catholic and living their faith? How do we get them to have the resources they need to live their faith? Um, obviously, we can't force them to. We can't make this happen for them, but we can provide opportunities for that. And I think that's kind of where kind of the genesis of this was, is trying to figure out ways to provide people the opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, it's it was a a long conversation, right? We we put a lot of things up on the board. So there's a, for those, most people probably don't know, but there's a secret society that, uh, of, of what we call advisory. So myself and some of the staff, uh, Dan and some of the sisters and Deacon John, and we, we gather from time to time and kind of chat strategy of what do we, what do we need to do? How do we, what's going on in the parish? What, What's the vision? So it's a lot of like mission and vision kind of discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we troubleshoot different things that are going on, but uh, that uh, was our conversation for the whole, I don't know how long. It felt like we were spinning our wheels for a while. It's, it's probably like four to like six, four to six months of yeah. just like planning, planning, the same conversation. Discussing, is this going to work? How would we do it? Da, 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 da. I mean, very in-depth um, we had like big sticky notes on the on the wall, like yeah. Deacon John was all about like putting it all up on the board, put it, write it up there, write it up there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, and and yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I think we got to we like we got to this point where like okay, we need to like help people to like we want people to come become disciples. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. Right. We want us and all the parishioners here at both of our parishes mm-hmm. to become disciples of Christ to follow him and to, you know, grow in relationship with him. And so how do we do that? Yeah. You know, we talked about like, Oh, we could do like, like adult faith formation or we could do like this or that. But like, you know, like a lot of those things sound really good in theory, Mm -hmm. but then you're like, okay, well how will we actually do that? And we talk about it and like, Mm -hmm. okay, would people actually go to that? Right. And then, okay, how, how how would you get people to go to that? And, you know, we talked about a lot of different options. Right. And, um, and kind of eventually we came to the, this idea of small groups just being being a place where people can come together and uh, have, like, a support system, mm-hmm. for one, but then also have something that, ha- like, that's semi-structured, so that they can grow in their relationship with with Jesus, but then, you know, as well as this other group of people. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of horizontal, but also kind of vertical, where mm-hmm. people, uh, you get to know more and more people in the parish. So, uh, which... which You get rid of that uh, anonymity that yeah. sometimes people want, but yeah. it's like, with an- anonymity, there's no, 
what's the word I'm looking for? There's no accountability where you yeah. are like journeying together. Like if you never talk to anybody about your faith, it's easy to just kind of plunk along and not realize that I'm not growing or if I am growing, I don't realize it, you know? So, but if you're journeying with a group of people and you're talking about it and you're processing and you're sharing your experiences and you're hearing their experiences and comparing ideas and thoughts and sharing from the heart, suddenly um, you're aware on a deeper way, oh, the Lord is doing stuff in our lives, in my life and the life of these other people that I'm with. And um, that's powerful. You know, that's really powerful to help people grow. Yeah. And uh, I think if the last two years have showed us, I mean, they've showed us, it's showed us many things, but one of the things is that people are lonely. Mm-hmm. And this is, and I think this is something that it's kind of like a, be like, like in my own life, I'm like, oh, I like, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be lonely, but I also don't want to put myself out there. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so th- this is kind of a way where it's like, okay, it's going to be a small group of people. And yeah, the first couple of meetings might be a little awkward. Maybe you don't know that many people. Maybe mm-hmm. you have to get to know people. Yeah. But, uh, but then once you do get to know people, then, you know, trying to, trying to like help people to have, like, yeah, support system, people that they can go to, people that they can, uh, you know, if you're struggling, you know, I mean, no one really wants to struggle, but also no one wants to struggle alone, Yeah. you yeah. know? And so, uh, so like, yeah, you, you, you don't have to be alone. You know, this is one of those areas that you can find people that, you know, some people might be in the same state of life or going through the same things. Some people might be in a totally different state of life, mm-hmm. um, which is also like really beautiful. I was talking to my, my parents went on a retreat last weekend and they were, like in this small group with like, you know, there's a guy in like his eighties and then there was a guy in his like his thirties mm-hmm. and like they all became, they all became really close. And this was like not a group of people that any of them probably would have picked, right. uh, but it worked really well and people got to know each other. And, and that's also cool too. Um, because then once you, you know, you're just in like at mass on Sunday, you're like, Oh, Hey, that's a, uh, you know, that's Jimmy or something. You know? that's, that's my small group mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, yeah, it just helps kind of create create some bonds, create relationships, um, just for our daily life. But then, um, also in my own like experience, being in a small group and being with people who are also striving for the same thing, uh, that you know, we we can kind of be get get challenged, but not in like a like a somebody telling you to do something, but just you see other people like going through life. I'm like, oh, like I, I want I want that mm-hmm. or. Um, yeah, yeah, just being able to have, uh, like people who are all striving towards the the same thing. Right. Yeah. And yeah, the, the hope is that people will find this very fruitful, uh, and that'll change people's lives. It's a simple thing. It does take a little bit of investment, but it's, it's like a little bit over a long period of time makes a big difference. And I've, I've found this in my life, in the small groups I've been a part of, especially my priestly fraternity small group. We only meet once a month, um, but it's it's been such a, a foundational thing for my priesthood and for the health of my priesthood and not even just my priesthood, but my Christian journey, you know. And so that's what I want for other people, that, that those who want to grow have a place that they can grow and and be challenged in a good way, not in a way where they're like always being told they're you're, you you got to keep up, Junior. You're you're just falling behind, or you're not good enough. But in a place where they can be 
understood and share about their struggles and all these things. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Lord does through all of this, you know. So, it's, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see, you know. It's kind of been the whole thing all along. It's like, we don't really know what the Lord is going to do with this. We don't really know how many people are going to sign up. We don't know how many people are going to become leaders. So the, every every step of the journey, it's been like, it seems like the Lord is asking this. But we don't know what it's going to look like. And as the time has gone on and the year has gone by or however long it's been since we've been working on this, the Lord just keeps making the next uh, spot. Uh, he sheds a little bit more light on this is what we're going to do now. And so I'm hoping that continues. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I feel like it's kind of taken some pressure off of us too because, um, cause yeah, we don't have all the, like, answers. Yeah. Um, which I think is a little, like, nerve-wracking sometimes. And, and, <laughs> and even, like, when, you know, we have a group of parishioners who are kind of going to be leading some of the, the first small groups and facilitating them and stuff. And uh, they'll ask some questions. And we're just like, you know, we don't know. Uh, or, uh, or, you know, like I, I've had some people come and ask me like, oh, is there going to be like a certain, uh, like, like, wh- what are we doing? And like, our answer is like, oh, I mean, not really anything like, 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 oh, are we doing like a certain like Baba study? And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> uh, not, not really. <laughs> yeah. there, there's, there's a lot of freedom in that. Um, it's not about us telling you what to do. It's us the only thing we are doing is creating a space for you to encounter the lord with others and that's going to look a little different for each group you know and so mm-hmm. we didn't want to try to create a program or or a bible study or a, a book study or something like that the main goal is that people come together and share their faith and if they use those other resources to do that great but the idea is um to foster relationships not just information sharing or something like that yeah yeah and yeah and and that's that's something that we've i i think i mean i i think we've we've got across to the like leaders but that's something we've talked about quite Mm -hmm. a bit is like Mm -hmm. the difference between like yeah like information sharing and like being an educational place compared to being like a a relational place Mm -hmm. which um which it's not it's not bad to learn things about the faith, yeah, right? Of not, yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of it. That's then, and that's part of it. But it's more of like the relational, the relational side of it is the most important side. The relational, yeah. like growing a relationship with the Lord and with the people in, in your small group. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it'll probably be through some sort of educational yep. thing, yeah. or and hopefully, I mean, people will learn because I mean, part of growing in relationship is growing in knowledge, right? So that's, I mean, that's part of it, but. Um, but I, I'm probably many people have been in those like Bible studies or small groups where you go through and you learn a lot, but then you learn a lot about a specific, you know, certain subject or a certain like, um, topic of the faith. Or even like, if you think back to some like, um, faith formation times where you're like, oh yeah, I know all this stuff, but I don't know, like know why mm-hmm. or you know pe- people who memorize the catechism back in the day so they can they know 
all of the stuff. Yeah, all the Baltimore but it's but it's answers. not but it's not like in their heart. And it's like, oh well, that's that's like why we're doing this is because we want it to be in the heart, and that's kind of like the relational aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that that's something that I, I think is a big like distinction that we're trying to get across is like you, yeah, you will learn stuff, and there will be like like it's not just going to be like come and like hold hands and share feelings and stuff. <laughs> Kumbaya, like, my lord. Yeah, like it's it, it's it's not it's not that, but it's also not just show up with your um, like book and read off the page. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a like a middle ground where people can come and can be be in your own like you know you don't have to like go way out into uncomfortable territory, but be able to come and like be with people and have like maybe Jimmy is really struggling this week. You know, maybe. Um, somebody like passed away mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um or maybe like there's a huge joy in their life and so they get to be able to like have a place to come and share that mm-hmm. um and then be able to be there for each other and then just like yeah talk about talk about life because i mean there's so many people that we uh probably within the parish that we know but we know nothing about them mm-hmm. We're like oh yeah that's you know that's bob he that's he sits bob. in the third pew yeah, every yeah. week yeah. That's all I know about Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can transform that into Bob. He's a really cool guy. Like he has this hobby, and he, uh, you know, he's been coming to this church for blah blah blah, however long. And yeah, so it's it's a uh, the hope is to find a depth and and uh, and experience a depth in our own life, and to understand that that can happen with anybody. It doesn't have to be like a Sometimes we think, I'm looking for this kind of person to be a friend of mine or whatever. And it's like, allow the Lord some opportunity to just connect you with somebody else. You know, maybe somebody that you wouldn't pick for yourself. That's kind of what happened with me in this pre-support group. I mean, some of the guys I uh, hang out with regularly, but others I don't. And and yet, it's been really enriching to, to be with this group of men who we're all different different generations even and so um but there's a richness there and you know it's it's one of those things i wouldn't have chosen to do it necessarily in this way but it's been a very beautiful and fruitful thing for me so again i keep talking about that but i hope i hope that's what people experience so yeah yeah uh so we'll yeah we'll be able to have uh Opportunities for, for people to sign up over the next the next couple of weeks. Um, if you're at mass, we'll be we're gonna be doing it after all the masses. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not at masses, you can sign up online. Yeah. So uh, you can go onto uh, the website catholicduluth.org, and it'll be right on there um, starting Saturday, so the twelfth. Yeah. So it'll go live about the time right after mass or right before yeah. mass or something. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it'll all be up there if you want to sign up. There are there are limited number of signups right. per per group, um, and I, I was also asked like, oh, if you miss like, uh, like if you miss one of the like a group meeting, can you go to a different group? And 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 this was kind of part of the like, oh no, like no, like we don't. It's not like we're doing like a like a certain program Bible study thing like Bible study thing where if you miss one go to a different one it's like yeah. no th- this is your group and this is like a pl- like the place where everyone's gonna like learn and grow together yeah. 
So each group is unique. It's not like you yeah. can just hop from group to group and say, I mean, that basically, if that was the idea, that would destroy the whole thing because the group to develop and to do what it needs to do, there needs to be a level of consistency and intimacy that mm -hmm. happens over time. It's It'll be appropriate according to the group and how they develop together. But if you had people jumping in and out all the time, that would totally destroy that dynamic. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, do uh, you think there's anything else we need to talk about small groups? I don't think so. I think, you know, just if you're on the fence, you're thinking about it, um, yeah, I, I just encourage you to take it, give it a shot. If you want to grow, this is one way to grow. So, yeah, yeah and, uh, you know, I, I should say this to you that um, we're, like, the plan is for the groups to meet, like, once or maybe twice a month. Mm -hmm. But it's not, like, an every week thing. Right. The plan, the idea is for it to be, uh, like, less common but for a longer period of time. Right. So. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like, it's not just like a length thing where it's like every week for eight weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. It's like, no, this is going to be like once a month for hopefully like a, a couple of years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which, which not, you know, as you sign up, you have to like sign over your yeah. next two we, years. We're or looking for that uh, deposit. <laughs> and <laughs> but, um, but, but that's what we, we want it to be there so that people can actually like, you know, grow and it ends that it's, that it's sustainable because, mm -hmm. You know, we did a pilot run for was it like four, four weeks? weeks, and we did it every week. And I was, and even like, I was like, man, this is this is a lot, like mm -hmm. every week. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like it, it was good, but yeah. it was just like, oh, this is, this is like this would be a lot, I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. So, so, and I feel like most of the groups are doing just once a month. Yeah, I think so. So some have talked about maybe doing in the beginning a few more just to kind of get over that hump of not knowing each other or whatever. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think. It's one of those things, there's no rush, right? Yeah. Once a month, it'll come. It'll come quickly. Once a month happens more. I mean, it happens regularly enough where you're like, okay, it's time for a small group, yeah. time for fraternity. And here it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Um, well, we can switch gears a little bit and talk about the the Let's Listen uh, events. So, Father, do you want to give you like a little like, kind of background? Sure. Yeah, so... Maybe I'll start with, so there's this thing called the synodal process that's going on in the universal church. Pope Francis has asked for this, and um, he's basically asking for input from all the dioceses in the world to give some kind of input. So Bishop Daniel has taken that and said, okay, how do we, what does our diocese need? We want to, he wants to kind of come up with a, it seems like to me he wants like a five-year plan or something like that to kind of say, how do we go from where we are and all the things that we've experienced, COVID, loss of Bishop Serva, bankruptcy, all the things we've dealt with as a diocese, as Catholics in our area, how do we take all of that and then go from where we are to go be more mission-oriented, more on the in the sense of going out and um, having that confidence of proclaiming Christ? So I think that's what he's looking for is like, I want to plan. I want to hear where people all are. And then according to where they are, make a plan of how do we kind of go more towards mission mode. Um, it's not that we're not doing anything mission mode, but maybe just have a, a vision together as as all the parishes, all the priests, all the laity in our diocese, and really say, let's be organized in this instead of all kind of going in our own different direction. So, um, so part of that is these little listening sessions, which are called Let's Listen. 
Um, he talked about it in the bullet or in the um, Northern Cross the last couple of months. So it would have been uh, January and December, I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, and the idea is having these sessions in parishes or it could be any kind of group that has a session, but really the idea is to get a session where people come and have a prayerful experience where they reflect on uh, some scripture together. Uh, the road to Emmaus is, I think, the passage that they're going to use primarily. So if you're familiar with that story, um, kind of the discouragement of those two disciples as they're walking to Emmaus and then they encounter Jesus, but they don't know it's Jesus. And then kind of the transformation that happens in them. That's kind of what I think Bishop Daniel is looking for is to have where people are maybe a little discouraged right now, a little like browbeaten or whatever you want to say, just kind of worn down by everything that we've gone through. How do we take that and reignite the flame of, of faith, reignite this encounter with Christ? Remember that, hey, things are still, the Lord is still with us and we just have to recognize the Lord. And so it's kind of that idea. So there's going to be reflection on scripture, some prayers. I don't know. It's going to be like a kind of a recipe that everybody, every every group will follow. Every session will pretty much look the same. But the idea is um, give people to, a chance to answer some questions about how they feel things are going, what their struggles are, what their, what their hopes are and their dreams are. And then I'm not exactly sure all the questions that are going to be in it, but it's basically kind of try to get some information and elicit some response from people that gives the bishop an understanding of where people are at and maybe also an indication of what they think we need or um, how they can enter into what he's planning to do. So um, it'll be interesting when I we learn more about what the process actually looks like and what the questions are and all that. But again, we're planning to have um, we're working with St. James, so we're probably going to have two sessions, one at St. James, one at St. Lawrence, um, to kind of cover the east or the west end of Duluth. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're planning those. They'll have more information when we have everything kind of locked in. But um, did, did I cover everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good. And yeah, this is, uh, I think this is something that could be really exciting for the diocese is just that... Uh, I mean, for the last probably two years, and maybe even kind of before that, it feels like we've kind of been in like a, a uh, like like a a stagnation. We're just like, all right, we're just a holding pattern. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, for a while, I was like, all right, we just got to get out of this uh, bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And then Bishop Sherba died, and it's like, all right, we just gotta we just gotta get a bishop. wait until we get a bishop <laughs> and get out of COVID. And yeah, it's yeah. like been one thing after another. Uh, and so and so now it's like, I mean, for the most part. We're, most of that all is behind us mm-hmm. and so it's like okay now we can actually look forward mm-hmm. for the first time in like almost 10 years yeah yeah <laughs> so uh i like this is like yeah it's just exciting and a really great opportunity for us to be able to have to be a, par- a part of that mm-hmm. you know and uh and it's not necessarily like a place to just come and like complain about things that we don't like right it's more of like a, that's a good point it's like okay like, what do we need? Mm-hmm. Where do we need to go? Um, I mean, kind of like some of the conversations that we were having when we were trying to figure out this, like, small group thing. Yeah, um, but it's like, okay, like, what do we actually need to become, like, better disciples, you know? And and, and and that's not saying that there can't be any 
like complaints because that, that's maybe a part of the the process. But yeah. it's not just like oh, yeah, it's really cold in the church, or yeah. you know, it's, it's not. It's not like a. I hate the way that Father sings at mass. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not necessarily like a. It's not just like a vent session, mm-hmm. but it's like a like a. It's like hey, where, where are we? What do we need? Um, and and it's for the. The greater the greater church, yeah. right? Not not just not just our parishes, but our parishes are a part of that. Mm-hmm. Right? We are we are a part of the universal church, and so it's all meant to to be part of this process of helping us as a church be more mission minded, um, to be uh, focused on helping people receive the gospel. You know and. So part of it is looking at where we have failed and where we've struggled and where we're struggling. And then part of it is to look ahead. So I think you made a good point, though, that it's, it's not just a complaint session. It's not just a come together. So there's a goodness in coming together and, and doing the process together. And then there's also goodness of the information that comes out of it and goes to Bishop uh, Felton to then go to Pope Francis and so forth. So you might say, well, I don't really want to get involved with that. But uh, as we were talking about this the other day when we were talking about, you know, how do we want to go about this, it's a good point of if the only people that show up are the people that are disgruntled and angry, uh, you know, that's what we're going to hear. If you're excited about the mission or you want to be involved with, you know, the the goodness of what the church can do and is called to do, like, we need to hear from you too. Like, we need to hear both, right? We need to hear from everybody. Uh, but the idea is, um, we want to hear from everybody. We want to hear from all the different aspects of the church, those on the sides, those in the middle, those on the left and the right, if you want to put it that way. We want to hear from everybody so that we can make an assessment of... And and, and also, I think Bishop Hilton has said again and again, he feels that this is the Holy Spirit, an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to speak through the people of God and, and uh, the diocese as a whole. And so to really try to uh, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit through all of this is what he's going to be listening for. So um, I think it's a great opportunity. To be honest, I'm a little skeptical sometimes of are people going to know about this? I mean, how are they learning about this? How are they finding out about it? And are they going to want to be part of this? Um, Sometimes I wonder if they will or won't be interested, but I'm hopeful. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful that it is something that helps. Um, I mean, if at the end of the day nobody shows up at these sessions and then the bishop comes up with a plan because that's what he's going to do, no matter what is said, he's going to use that information to make a plan. And then everybody's like, oh, we don't like this plan. Well, did you did you give anything, any input in the beginning? Did you go to these sessions? Did you partake in it? Did you, did you share anything, um, you know? Not only are there these going to be these sessions, but you can go online and answer it that way. If you can't get to a session, you can do it that way. I think there's going to be something in the Northern Cross that you can rip out and fill out and mail in. So there's going to be lots of ways to give input, even if you don't want to speak at a session or say anything. You don't have to. You can just go and listen to what others say and then write answers to the questions. But if after a year, however long this process is going to take, there's a plan in place or talked about, and you're like, oh, I don't like that plan. Well, too bad. Too bad. You weren't involved. 
So it's our opportunity to to partake in the in the process, kind of the grassroots level. So this is, a, I think, a good sign then for the diocese that we're going forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, it, you know, it can be one of those things where it's like, ah, uh, you know, there's another thing I have to get to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, hopefully not, but you know, maybe even if, if it is, it's like, all right, well, let's make it a, a priority for, like, you know. Uh, even if it is like a, like a hassle, it's a, it's, it's a good and a worthwhile mm-hmm. hassle, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But, uh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are kind of the two things that we wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have any closing thoughts, father? I guess not too much. I, I would just say, yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you through these next months here. It's there's a lot going on, a lot of things. Maybe you're kind of going, oh, this sounds like so much stuff, like to do or whatever. But look at it as an opportunity. The Lord wants to grow uh, our parishes. He wants to grow our our hearts, and so these are opportunities to encounter the Lord. Yeah, great. Thanks, Father. And uh, thank you, everyone, for for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will catch you again next time.